This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert takes us verse by verse through the book of First Peter. draw your attention to the fact that the Lord expects us all to live with a missionary mindset. In verse 11 of this passage, the Spirit of God pleads with us through Peter. He says, Beloved, I beg you. That's pretty strong language, right? How often do you think about God as a beggar? You think about God begging. Almighty God, through the pen here of Peter, is pleading. He's begging as sojourners and pilgrims. In other words, view yourselves the way he does as those passing through. Are you going through this life setting up your own empire on earth? Or are you busy about furthering the kingdom of God? Pastor Robert wants us to fully understand that God expects us to be pilgrims just passing through, waiting for our own eternal home, and having a missionary mindset. Don't allow yourself to be entangled in this world. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Peter, chapter 2, verse 11, with today's message. First Peter, chapter 2, verse 11, the Spirit of the living God cries out here. He says, Beloved, I beg you, as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul, having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. Therefore submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme, or to governors, or to those who were sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free, yet not using liberty as a cloak for vice, but as bondservants of God, as willing slaves, in other words, of God. Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Servants, be submissive to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh. For this is commendable if because of conscience toward God, one endures grief, suffering wrongfully. What credit is it when you're beaten for your faults, if you take it patiently? But when you do good and suffer, if you take it patiently, this is commendable before God. For to this you were called." Because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow in his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. 
who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness. By whose stripes you were healed, for you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Now, we're going to consider three points from this passage today, but I want to, I want to you know, give you a little sub-point or a, a kind of a beginning observation before we even get into it. You know, Pastor Joe Foch up in, in, at Calvary Chapel in Philadelphia is fond of saying, Jesus Christ did everything perfectly, and they crucified him for it. So what do you expect? You think you're going to get off somehow without, you know, without persecution, without suffering, without being falsely accused, without being lied about, without being harassed? No, it's, it's not going to happen. He says, Peter here says, just be sure that, that you're being persecuted, harassed, you know, so forth and so on for your good works, not because you deserve to be persecuted, harassed, put in jail, put in prison, whatever, right? If you suffer for doing good, awesome. If you suffer because you're a criminal and you endure that patiently, he says that, that, that doesn't really get you any brownie points, so to speak. Three things, though, as we dig into this. The first, I want to draw your attention to the fact that the Lord expects us all to live with a missionary mindset. In verse 11 of this passage, the Spirit of God pleads with us through Peter. He says, Beloved, I beg you. That's pretty strong language, right? How often do you think about God as a beggar? You think about God begging. Almighty God, through the pen here of Peter, is pleading. He's begging as sojourners and pilgrims. In other words, view yourselves the way he does, as those passing through, sojourner, you traveler, you're on a journey, pilgrims, you, this is not home. He says, please, please, please abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul, having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles. And, and anytime you see that word, realize what he's talking about here in the Bible when he uses the phrase Gentiles. This is not merely a distinction between Jew and non-Jew. This is a distinction between people of God and people who are not of God. They, people who have no relationship, no concern, no fear of God. Having your conduct honorable among those who don't know the Lord. That when they speak against you as evildoers, when they accuse you of wickedness, they may by your good works which they observe glorify God in the day of visitation. In other words, when, when judgment day comes, they're going to have to acknowledge, well, yeah, I mean, I, I know. He, he, really, he really did the best he could. He, he really, yeah, she really was a good person. I, I made all that up. This very phrase, though, sojourners, pilgrims, it's a deliberate reminder that we're not to allow ourselves to become too entangled in the things of this world. You and I are not here to put down deep roots in this life. It's not permanent. And I've given you the illustration before, you know, if my wife and I went out to Southern California last week, we did not ship the king size bed, nor the big screen TV. We didn't send the sofa. Why not? The Mills family, they're moving up to North Carolina. Actually, they have made the move, right? Loaded up a U-Haul, the whole deal, right? We sent no U-Haul to LA on Saturday last week. Why not? We were only going to be there till Tuesday. How foolish would that be? Send it and then have to send it right back. That's kind of what he's saying here. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, Paul exhorted Timothy. He said, you therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you've heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. What I've taught you, find other faithful guys to teach them the same thing. He says, you therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. 
No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Also, if anyone competes in athletics, he's not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hardworking farmer must be first to partake of the crops. What's he saying? He's like, listen, if if you're in a battle, if you're in a war, you need to be focused on the battle. If you're in, in, you know, competing in an athletic competition, you need to be focused on what you're doing. If you're running a race, don't be looking around, taking in the scenery. I remember my daughter, when she was about 14 years old, she was doing this thing. It was a, a Navy, U.S. Navy program that she was participating in. And one of the little comments that we got back was that she didn't complete her run in the time that was allotted. You know, she didn't make her time. And her supervisor or whatever, her camp counselor, and said if she would talk a little less and run a little more, she would have made the time. And that's what he's talking about here. Be focused on what you're there to do. What are we there to do? He says the hardworking farmer must be first to partake of the crops. And it almost seems out of place until you realize what he's telling you is that you need to be the first one digging into the scripture. You need to be nourishing yourself spiritually because you're here on a mission that other people would be spiritually rescued. God did not leave us here to build ourselves little kingdoms. He The reason we're still here, if we have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, is that others might also be redeemed and forgiven and rescued. We're here to to, to fulfill the mission, and we need to be focused on that. And he goes on, consider what I say, may the Lord give you understanding in all things. And, And listen, just so you don't entertain the misconception that this was only written to pastors and people in the ministry, Jesus clearly views us all as one church. The body of Christ, not the bodies of Christ. In John chapter 17, he prayed that we would all, everyone who who would come to faith in him, that we would be one, we would be unified. And in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, we're told he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. Our responsibility, those who are in ministry as a vocation, those who serve the Lord full time, the duty that we have, he says, is to equip everybody else to do the work of the ministry for the the building up, the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men, cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. Main Thing Radio is the daily radio ministry of Robert Fountain, senior pastor of Calvary Chapel in Miami Beach, Florida. Robert is currently teaching through the book of 1 Peter. In this book, Peter will remind us what, or better said, who the church is. Friends, it's not the building you gather with other believers in to worship. The church is a living entity, the body of Christ. We'll learn more about our place as living stones and much more from the book of 1 Peter next time. Most of us use Facebook and Twitter at least once a day. Please check out our Facebook and Twitter page. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the links. You can find information on everything that's happening at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to MainThingRadio.com. 
Thanks, Tracy. Yes, please visit MainThingRadio.com for all of our social media links. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider making a secure donation to help the ongoing expansion of Main Thing Radio. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Don't forget to join us again, same time, same place, as Pastor Robert continues through the book of 1 Peter, right here on Main Thing Radio.